listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello, you're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio, and we've got a special show. If you're thinking about what you can get for people, maybe you don't want to spend much, maybe you don't care about the price, but you just want the right gift. Maybe there's people on your list that are just so hard to buy for. You just don't know what they want. They're quirky people, but they have a pet or a pet interest or some kind of animal thing going on, like maybe polar bear calendar or something you've spotted. I think we might have a solution for you. If you do a little investigating, we've got some great pet gifts to tell you about today. And we'll also (laughs) throw in some chatter and pet behavior and training and whatever comes up. But I'll be talking with Stacey Mantle, editor of Pets Weekly and PetsWeekly.com. And she'll be here to tell us all about the greatest stuff that you can get for your pets and the pet people in your life for Christmas. Welcome to the show, Stacey. Well, thanks for having me back, Dove. It's been an exciting year. It has been. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, I just had eight puppies born on Sunday, last Sunday, a week ago. Oh, congrats. I know. That's kind of leading with Trump. I'm sorry to do that to you, but what's happened with you the past year? Oh, just, you know, we've gotten the new website up and we're working on Pets Geekly now, which is devoted to technology with pets and how we can use tech in our managing our pet lives. (laughs) So it's kind of a fun way to go. Wow, Pets Geekly. I was just complaining about how little technology I have. The one thing I can do is Skype and a few other things, but Oh, and it makes, you know, my mother thinks I'm like magic on the computer, but compared to me, my kids are amazing. It's very frustrating. And I guess Pets Geekly is helping people figure it out. We're making an effort. Yeah, we've got some really fun things with activity trackers and cameras and monitoring pets when you're not at home and automated feeders and some fun things that will really help streamline the process. I mean, of course, you don't want it to take the entire life of you managing your pet or being with your pet and having that camaraderie but uh you know it can really help cut time and decrease the time that you're spending on cleaning and things like that so so it has its advantages if you don't abuse it that's the key everything in moderation right well the thing about the cameras and i've been skeptical and worried about it and will it fit with my systems will it overload my systems is it compatible how much is it going to cost because i would really like to have a camera on the group room at the kennel and one on the puppy barn, you know, the most like cute places here and be able to monitor them and and broadcast them. I would love to do that, but it has to be so easy. So I need help. Can I get help at Pets Geekly? Can I figure out? Oh gosh. Yeah. We make it really, really simple. We walk you through the entire process of setup. Even if you've never, ever even known what your wireless password is, We can help you figure out what it is. Well, we're not going to help you do that, but we can kind of walk you through on how you can get that information. How to set it up. They are so simple anymore. They're almost plug and play. And, you know, the really cool thing about it is they also act as, you know, if your temperature decreases, your heat goes out, or in our case, if our air conditioning goes out, we're notified of the temperature in that room if it changes within a few degrees. So we know ahead of time if something's happening, we can get home and make changes to it if something well, comes that's up nice so that's yeah that's really big especially when you got temps like in our case where they're 115 118 in the summer that can kill pets if they're not prepared oh for my it, gosh or if they're used i never to really, really thought about that 
Yeah, yeah I mean, for me, it would work for the puppy barn because I have a heat lamp on them. And if that heat lamp burns out, I want to know. So Absolutely. every litter, I use a fresh one, you know, right. and I got all these like half finished bulbs lying around because I don't want it to run it, you know, so that would be peace of mind. I mean, we but you never know if your electricity goes out, your generator yeah. fails. I mean, there's yeah. so many possible problems that could happen. So it's really peace of mind while you're away, you know, just even running out to, you know, run errands for the day and you have to leave them for the afternoon. It's just, it's nice to know if something happens, you're able to get back to them and know right away if there's a problem. You know, because I just said that on air, I better clarify that one of the leading causes of death in young, young litter puppies and kittens is too much heat. So if you do have a litter without a mama or a litter that's being raised outdoors and you're using a heat lamp, you have to have the heat lamp quite far away and you have to test it and you have to come back and you have to have a setup like I do where the puppies can actually swim or wriggle, whatever you want to call it, move themselves away from the heat when it's too hot or closer when it's cool. And of course, there's the mom there too. I only have the pups with the mom and the mom is really, I mean, this just gives her a little bit of freedom. So she doesn't have to be constantly warming them with her body heat. She can hang out on a dog bed nearby and visit them to nurse them. And it just gives her a little more peace of mind and freedom and comfort. But it's quite a ways away from the puppies. So I just wanted to caution about that. And while I'm talking about heat lamps, since we're coming up to Christmas, Stacy, watch your candles, everybody. Cats love them. They walk with their tails in them. They play with them. They knock them over. They're oblivious to the candles. Very interested in the flame and the flickering. Not so aware of the heat and the fire hazard. So no matter how old your cat is, you really can't leave it with candles lit alone. If you're going to use candles in your decor, make sure the cat's somewhere else or the decor that uses candles is away from pets or it's only lit when you're there. So if you have to do blessings and you want the candles to burn all the way down, you might want to use birthday candles so it's quick. Do not leave them going and shut the door and leave the pets and the lights and the candles and the Christmas tree and everything out. Okay, so Stacey, let's get back on track a little bit. What's new on Pets Weekly? Well, oh, we've got so much new. I hardly even know where to start. Um, so let's start with our holiday gift list. We've got a, some really fun gifts this time, really unique things that you're not going to find elsewhere. Like if you go to Amazon and search on pet products, you're not going to see them there. So these are just really individualized gifts that you can give to people that are really hard to buy for, but very committed to their animals. Let's start off with a few fun things. We've got, you'll like this. It's a Guatemalan Goopal dog walkers pack. And basically, it's like a little fanny pack, but it's all made from Guatemalan clothing and cloth, and it's all custom. Like, these are, I don't even know how to explain it, but they're, they're symbols of status in Guatemala, and the colors and different things indicate your use for them. These are great for treat bags. You, you wear them like a fanny pack, but they're just a little more durable, a little more solid, and they're all handmade, and they benefit free trade and... Several other things. I need to look up the actual names of them. But, uh, yeah, they make great I can't packs. see the product at the moment, but it sounds kind of hippie chic. Is it that is what we're talking about? <laughs> yes, you nailed it. Okay, exactly. there was, last night there was a Santa on a comedy show on, on TV. They were showing, you know, Santa do's and don'ts, and they were, like, sort of pointing out this Santa that got it wrong in Portland, Oregon, speaking of hippie chic. So in Portland, <laughs> this Santa gets, you know, kind of chastised for the way he was. And I thought he was perfect. He was authentic beard, authentic hair. So not overdone, giant, white, fluffy, just just like an older man with graying, longish hair and a graying white beard, but 
quite a significant beard. His hair was in a big man bun, you know, as they do in Portland, if you've ever been there. And uh, he was wearing a probably made from hemp, but I don't know, sweater of, you know, very thick Nordic sort of wool and and all, uh, you know, woven in earth tones. He just looked like somebody's grandpa. And I thought they got it perfect. I thought that was a great Santa Claus. But apparently Mm -hmm. hippie chic isn't for everyone. Apparently some people like their Santa Claus more like the Coca-Cola version with the red and white. (laughs) Is he down here? We see him with the Hawaiian shirts and the, you know, I mean, they're... Nobody wants to wear these really heavy costumes. So, I mean, we'll oh, see. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah. happens in Arizona. It's it's like Santa on holiday. It Very is cool. kind of like Santa on, yeah, in Florida or Hawaii. And Arizona's down here. It's just, yep, tumbleweeds. And, you know, it's, it's a beautiful area. But you know how, how we need to trade still. I know. We need to do some kind of house swap where you come deal with all this rain for a yes, while. And I can go just bake for a while. Yes. And you'll come home and all your dogs will know new tricks. Oh, that would be awesome. Because right now they know nothing. So They'll be like, I would love you'll, that. you'll say to your husband, I'd like to watch TV. And all of a sudden the dog will bring you the remote control and you'll think, okay, no, no, that's just strange. That's you know, just crazy. I, I just posted a photo of the dogs walking over to PetSmart because they get cold so easy. You know, <laughs> It's ridiculous. But they have really short coats. They're the pit mixes and they just have really short coats. So they get cold pretty fast. So they're wearing their holiday sweaters and we go over to PetSmart. Oh my goodness. And Pit-bulls the other dogs. And holiday just, sweaters. <laughs> in what? 70 degree the, weather? Literally, oh, no. literally 70 degree weather and the dogs have to be covered up at night because they're freezing, shivering. So, But they do okay in 120, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, they've adjusted. Their blood's thinned and they've adjusted. Their coat's yeah, thinned. I mean, so. you know, and it's like us. You can't go live in the desert for a couple of years and then go take a work, you know, work visa to work in the north and expect to be able to hack it and be as comfortable as the people who live there. Or yeah. vice versa. <laughs> you can't right. go from, yeah, you can't go from somewhere really, really cold and then hit the desert in the summer and expect to thrive. I mean, it takes some adjustment. Your body takes time. And so dogs and cats, because I always have to talk about them, you know. Of course. Yes, it's a pet show. So if you're traveling with your dogs or your cats and they're already used to your climate and you're about to take them somewhere very different, maybe you're doing Ohio to Florida for Christmas and the dog's going in the car, something like this. That's a shock. His coat, his system, everything is not prepared to go to Florida right now. So you you have to think about it both ways, going down and going back. A short haircut may be the way to go, and then a coat on return. If you're going for a whole month, well, he may have time to grow some of his coat back. You may want to shave him right the day, you know, before you go, but uh, or when you get there. But you really got to keep in mind fleas in Florida, parasites, get on your protection, whatever it is, ahead of your travels, wherever you're going. Because if you're going somewhere that allows pets, they probably have fleas. Bring your spray with you. Get those products in line because you don't want to come home with an infestation or be seeing a vet somewhere with a flea allergy problem where your dog's shed its whole coat. So so think about it and make sure the shade and water and warmth, if you're going somewhere cold and your dog's not used to that, then water can freeze. you got to make sure there's shelter and unfrozen water. And warmth, not just yes. a plastic doghouse. They need more than that in the cold up here. Well, so, cons- speaking of warmth, we've got yeah. some amazing new jackets out that I'm not sure if you, I'm sure you've heard of them. Roughwear has the new powder hound out, and these guys know how to make jackets, let me tell you. These are designed for the further climate north, up north, and in very cold weather. Serious cold weather hounds. 
and they come complete with a it's almost like a bodysuit they've they've extended it underneath parts so it keeps them a lot lot warmer so you know like the dobies the pits the small dogs these are amazing jackets for them they're a little more expensive but the fit is absolutely worth it Sometimes people think, oh, I never put my dog in a jacket. There's no way, there's no way, there's no way. And then their dog has something happen. Like yeah. um, my golden retriever, she'd never been shaved in her life, but I started to feel more lumps and more lumps. And I tested them all, but I just felt like I needed to see her body properly. So I took her to my favorite groomer, had her shaved down for the first time in her life. She looked like a Labrador retriever. It happened <laughs> to be just, yeah, I know. It happened to be just a few weeks ago. So it's winter. It's not the right time, you know, but she needed it. Now I found all the lumps. We tested all the lumps. She's good to go. She's actually in better shape than I thought. Now that right. I can actually see her body. Oh, yeah, she's 12-year-old, so she's doing great. But, um, you know, sometimes something happens. You have to shave your pet. A part of it's forget. You need a coat. So don't just think it's for the foo-foo dogs. It's not always for the foo-foo dogs. It really isn't. And I think knowing your knowing your pets is the most important thing. I mean, you know what they can tolerate, you know how they do, and just pay attention. I think that's so important. Okay, well, let's go to a break, and we'll be back with more from Pets Weekly. And I've got more, too, more holiday advice and some training tips, and we'll get to chatting. So stay tuned to Animal Party and Pet Life Radio with me, Deb Wolf, and of course, our great favorite guest, Stacey Mantle. Stay tuned. Don't leave this party before it's over because the best is yet to come. Only losers leave the party early anyway. Party on. Back in a few. At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. You're inside the VIP room. With the hottest party in town. Back to the party. Let's go. Hello. You're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio. And it is my favorite guest because you are my favorite guest to talk about products with. Because you don't just talk about how great they are. You'll tell me when something's silly or frivolous or doesn't work at all. And the stuff you like to feature, you've actually tested. So that's why you're my favorite product guest, Stacey. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I don't generally do shows about products because I find it's just a big, long infomercial. And I don't know if the stuff's good. And I don't like to recommend stuff I haven't tried. So with you, I know you've tried it and it works. And that's key. I don't want to send people to stuff that doesn't work or is ridiculously overpriced or just makes no sense at all. You know, the washable <laughs> thing that falls apart in the wash. I don't want to send them there. So one of the things I'm doing is relaunching my website. And right now it's called debwolf.ca. I might be adding to it my old website. I might be putting them together and making it even bigger. But what I'm doing right now is at debwolf.ca, we're going to be just offering a few things and uh, not too many products, but a few things I absolutely love. I'm going to try and get the best deals ever on them. And then when people click and buy through me, they'll get a better deal. But they're things I've used. I love. They're amazing. The stuff, the stuff for pets you absolutely want to know about. 
That's what's going to be there. Plus my DVD downloads and a couple other things that people I love and the stuff I love that they've made will be on there. Always connected to pets. And um, Stacey, um, we've already talked about it. I know we're going to have a button there that sends people to Pets Weekly for some special offers that we uh, come up with. So Stacey, a long time ago, you sent me something and it was so good and I love it and I still use it. And it, I don't know why people didn't invent it sooner because we knew about the dog whistle, the whistle that only dogs can hear, humans can't hear it. We've known about that for years. So why didn't they do this sooner? This toy is a big, plush, squeaky toy that only the dog can hear. It's so genius because, you know, the dog who loves the squeaky toy drives everyone else crazy with the <laughs> And this, the dog hears it. He loves it. It's his little buddy and no one else has to listen to it. So uh, can you tell me again where, where people can get a hold of that? And I'm hoping to make a connection for that on my website. And yeah. maybe we can offer that on a special deal because I so love that toy. But I want to line up a few more things because I'm relaunching my website. It's now called devwolf.ca. And I'm probably going to merge my old site, which was devwolf.net. But at the moment, devwolf.ca is just a tiny little website. But that's where all the action's going to be. My downloads are going to be there for sale. And the best, most amazing things I can find that I truly love and believe in are going to be there. And I'm going to try and get the best offers I can because they're things I'm going to be plugging. So if you buy it there, you're going to get it cheaper than anywhere else. And I want to do a button with you so I can send people to Pets Weekly. And hopefully you and I can come up with a few select products that they can get the best deal ever through us. What do you think? Oh, I love it. The, you know, the toy you're talking about is called the Hear Doggy line of pet toys and just a phenomenal product. Holds up really well, even to really hardcore chewers, but, but especially those that just love to sit there and squeak. And that's from Quaker Pet Group. So really great product line. Yeah, we have so many things we can add to that. You know, Well, I don't know can you tell me, um, I'm curious about Quaker Pet. What else have they got? Oh, they've got so many things. Now, they just did a merge with WorldWise, and I'm not sure how the branding's going right now. Um, it's a, It was a huge deal that happened last year, and I'm still trying to get all the deals that happened last year straight in my head. But Quaker Pet Group and WorldWise teamed up, and they each have probably 100 lines of pet products from everything from what you can find in Walmart to where you can find in a luxury pet store. And that's... That's the really interesting thing about this is that you can get anything in any price range all along the way. So it's it's really a great product line. Their beds, WorldWise's beds, who teamed up with Quaker, have some of the best beds that I've ever had in my life and the most inexpensive. They oh, hold nice, up longer. Nice. Therapeutic. They're just, the dogs love them. The cats love them. I have to constantly order new beds for the cats or for the dogs to lay in. They're just silly. So they have some just amazing things. And I really encourage anybody to go to, to WorldWise or Quaker Pet Group and find out all of the neat product lines they've got. Okay. So PetsWeekly.com. And that's where I'm going to be sending people to when they come to my site, when they want the best deals. But I'm wondering what kind of things we can offer. Well, you know, there's, I don't know if you have a problem with dogs. Well, I know you don't have too many cats, but most people have a problem with dogs raiding the cat's feeding tray and there's i'll talk about litter boxes later but oh um, i have cats i have okay, six so cats and one or two dogs, visitors the, the dogs, dogs get, get in if they can make it upstairs without me catching them they get into the food clean it out even though it's a you know a multiple cat sure. feeder so it's supposed to supply for the week my yep. golden will get in there lie down and eat the whole thing certain dogs on certain days have been known to raid that litter box which really is a problem 
Yeah, well, we've got a couple of solutions to those problems, and those are some of the biggest problems in multi-pet homes, you know, as you know, is keeping everybody in their own area. You know, another issue is when one cat is more aggressive than the other cat, and you're feeding them individual diets, or, you know, one cat is starting to pick up weight, because he's bullying the other cat out of food. Well, there's this new microchip pet feeder that is out there that works on your cat's microchip, and it opens up only for the cat that is supposed to eat. Really phenomenal product. It, it's all based on microchips. It can store up to 32 different cats in memory. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Because that's lid. one of the things I don't like about stuff sometimes is that it's only sure. good for one or two pets. And so I have six cats and uh, seven dogs and visiting cats and all this. But it sure would be nice to lock those visitors out of the food. It's really yes, nice. It and would. if they get moved out, out of the way, it closes up. So only the cat that is there is allowed to eat that you know, it signifies, like, it understands which cat is there trying to eat. So you can feed individual diets. I mean, there's a little tricky stuff to it, but but the SureFeed microchip pet feeder, I really recommend. It's You know it's what? I just feed. had a terribly morbid cartoon pop in my head where the dog, the Border Collie, who's so smart, or the Doberman, the genius dog, goes and grabs the cat and forces him up against the feeder so that, you know, like, Oh. the lock and then eats you know you're not going anywhere stay here till i'm done eating yeah it's no funny, yeah. <laughs> but of course that won't happen don't worry that's just a cartoon i, okay. I hope not <laughs> well for the dog the big dog that's trying to get into the cat or the smaller dog's feeding station and you don't want to spend 150 bucks there's a new thing called the feed safe feeding station, which is not electronic. It's just a little, it looks like an igloo. It's only got room for one animal at a time to go in there. And it keeps bigger dogs out of the smaller animals' food. So if you have a big dog and a little dog, or you have a big dog and a cat, it will keep the big dog out of the little animal's feed. So that's, so that's nice. another thing. Yeah, that works for my problem. Work. For my yep. problem of I'm okay with the cats eating the cat food, but I'd rather because you know, unfortunately, Miss Golden with the appetite, who also got shaved, oh, I yeah. don't let her up in the house only because of that. That's the only reason she can't just follow me everywhere. I have to sort of not stay downstairs. What did I say? You know, and like, it's a shame, but I could try to train her not to eat food. But have you ever tried to train a golden not to eat food that's no. in a dish on the floor? It's I mean, like trying to train a beagle not to eat food. <laughs> it's unpaid work big time. And, uh, you know, unless someone's hiring me to do it, I don't know. I'd rather just lock her downstairs in the main area of the house, not let her up where the cat feeder is. But I've recommended to people for years that they need to put, when I go to the cat consultation and the dog's raiding the cat litter box and now the cat won't use the box, you know, build a shelf, get it up where the cat, because cats love <laughs> the vertical world and dogs don't. But these are, you know, a lot of times people say, well, we don't have the space. Or the woman or man will say, I'm not very handy. I don't want to put things in the wall of my rental place, you know, and right. then I, I don't really have a good solution for them. So this sounds like if you can't put your litter boxes in your food or you don't want to have everything raised up at a dog level with ramps for cats to get to, then now it. there's a solution, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a really great. I've been waiting for things like this to come along for a long time because, you know, I'm tired of all the children's safety gates everywhere. And, the, you know, I mean, we go through, and we do our own fixes, but they're not always successful and they're not always working. And, and more so, it's usually a hassle for us. So this is a really great benefit for everybody. The thing about the children's safety, a lot of it, 
really is silly because it doesn't work. So for example, at this point, you know, with my kids, one of them's 11, going on 11, one's 13. But even, even four years ago, even when she was six or seven, she could open one of those pill bottles quicker than I could, the kind you have to press and turn. I get so frustrated because it's new technology. I don't know how to open this thing. And she would just, you know, and oh, yeah. recently at a scout meeting, because I go to scouts, we were trying to light a fire, the scouters and I, and we, you know, we had this kid learning to light fires and they were trying to give him a lighter and the lighter had the children's safety on it and his thumb was too small, so he couldn't exactly use it. So another child, also a child, okay, quickly, expertly pops the child lock off the lighter. To my horror, this thing doesn't work at all to, to keep children safe. <laughs> so a lot of these things, you know, that, that safety thing makes it very hard for someone with arthritis to light the lighter. Sure. Same with the pill pot. The Absolutely. pills for arthritis that the arthritic person can't open. But the kids, they seem to have no problem with this stuff. So I'm hoping this pet safety things are made better. And they actually work. Have you tried the one that keeps the dogs away from the big animals, away from the little animals? Like, in my case, dogs from raiding cats. Have you seen it work? Oh, I have two of them. Yes, I use them in the house. I mean, they're fantastic. The feeders, is that what you're talking about? or the? Um, yeah, well, I'm also asking about litter. What's the solution for the dog who tries to eat the litter box or the, the treasures in the litter box? Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, you can enclose it, which is helpful. And, you know, it doesn't always work because you end up with dogs sticking their head in. And, you have and to getting really stuck. Vigilant. Yes. They get and stuck and then they really shake their head. Oh, it's terrible. They get stuck. They stick their whole head in and then they sit up because you've come to catch them. So Uh now the litter box is upended and then they jump around a bit to get it off and then they get worried and sometimes they shake it against the wall. Oh, no, that's not a good solution. The covered litter box didn't. (laughs) Not for my golden. (laughs) It's very, very difficult. So, you know, I mean, I still recommend the gates when it comes to that just to keep them out of the room because... The worst thing you can do if you have cats is to make them not want to use the litter box. And if the dog's attacking them every time they go in there, they're not going to go use it. So it's to your advantage to make it a secure area that they feel safe in and that, you know, they're not going to they're not going to feel like they're going to get attacked or predators going to come along and steal their poop, which, you know, cats are very sensitive about. They, they like to have things where they leave them. So, you know, there's a couple of automatic boxes that I, I use an automatic box, which I like. Some people don't like them. Another thing is to hide the litter box in a planter or there's some really neat things coming out as far as design goes that have purification units built over the litter box so it can still be totally enclosed your dog cannot get access to it it's heavy enough they can't push it around and the cat litter box is completely invisible to anybody visiting and the plants help filter it so there are oh, some really wild. things coming out it's just all design now everything's coming out with new design new technology new science it's really amazing where the pet industry has gone i love it that is amazing you know, I like I like it when technology solves problems and thinks about things because you you know all those nutrients. Like, why why isn't it feeding nitrogen? That's what's coming out of a cat. Why isn't it feeding a plant? It makes exactly, sense. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you get better plants. You get you know. I mean, the plants doing the job of the filtration. You don't have to worry about it. There's no chemicals being shot into the air that you have to worry about with allergies and your, yourself and your pets. You know. So there's just some really neat things coming out that are all nature-based but science-based too and uh it is it's a really exciting time to be in the industry well we're going to go to one more break and come back 
And um, I just want to tell people to go to petsweekly.com or petsgeekly.com with a G <laughs> if you want to check it out. Well, as always, I'm at debwolf.ca. Uh, you won't see the radio shows and all the archive pictures and everything else that I usually have because I'm kind of merging my sites and making a big new relaunch. Um, that was at debwolf.net, which is, is still there. But, but I'm going to be coming out bright and beautiful in the new year with a lot going on there. And just, it won't be cluttered. It's not going to make you dizzy. When you go to my site, you'll just see a few things. And every once in a while, I'll do little videos like how to trim a cat's nails, how to trim a dog's nails, little things you probably need to know or wouldn't mind looking at just to refresh your memory. So we're going to go to break and come back. I'll give some more holiday tips and some more shopping tips with Stacey Mantle from Pets Weekly. And if you're dying to see my beautiful puppies, eight puppies, Standard Poodle puppies born a week ago Sunday. Still haven't opened their eyes, but almost. They are beautiful. A few of them are red. A few of them are blonde, at least at this point. Mom is red. Dad is blonde. So that kind of makes sense. And uh, we'll be showing pictures and video and all that sort of thing at our Facebook site on Camp Good Dog. So if you are in the Vancouver area checking out this show, the boarding kennel is open and running for Christmas and we still have a few places. So please call. It's on five fenced acres with a pond and a river, lots of room to run and a bath when they go home. And we do offer pickup and delivery all throughout the lower mainland. Everybody else, you just have to get me online. Okay, so we'll be back in a moment with Stacey Mantle from Pets Weekly and me, Dab Wolf, on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Looking for the best advice on pet health, safety, and travel? Connect with the Pet Lady. Dana Humphrey, also known as the Pet Lady, will surely be in a city near you real soon. She will be spreading the good news for pets and pet lovers from tips on dog and cat care, pet industry trends, and the best events for you and your four-legged family members. Need a great gift idea or insights on the hottest pet gadgets? Simply follow the Pet Lady on Twitter at Pet Lady World. You can also learn more at the Pet Lady at thepetlady.net. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. You're, you're, you're inside the VIP room. With the hottest party in town. Back to the party. Let's go. Hello. You're listening to Animal Party. Pet Life Radio with me, Deb Wolf. And here at the party is our very own expert on what to get for Christmas, Stacy Mantle. Welcome to the show, Stacy. Thanks for having me, Deb. What would you recommend to pet owners, pet lovers, people who want to get a small gift? Like, for example, oh. I know what I'm getting for my daughter's teacher. Instead of the usual chocolates or flowers, she has a dog. What could someone do in that case? Well, we've got a couple of options here. And like I said, this holiday list, we did a holiday gift list for dogs and their people. 
and also for cats and their people. So if you have a cat lover that you have to buy for and you don't know anything about cats, we have some great items that they're going to love on there that are between $5 and $20. So great stocking stuffers. But for the dog lover in your life, and you were just talking about baths, after they leave your camp, everybody gets a bath, which is wonderful. Yes. Well, they get There's dirty here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new product out by, you know, I'm a big fan of Dermagic. They have just created the grooming spritz, which is really nice if you don't have time for a full bath. But you still want to give them an all-natural spritz, make them smell better, look better, brush out the dirt, and get rid of all that static electricity and all that stuff that goes along with camps. The grooming spritz is only $11 right now, which is wonderful. And it's all-natural. It uses essential oils, and, and it's got aloe in it, and just all kinds of amazing stuff. And it's great for your pet. So that's one that we really like. And also, I don't know if you've seen it, but the Grim Genie is a brush that is... It fits in the palm of your hands, and for dogs that don't like to be brushed, this is a godsend. It works with dogs, cats, it's in four or five sizes, I need to double check that, and I believe it's only $10. Uh, makes a great stocking stuffer, and there's, who can't use a brush? You know, I mean, everybody, if you have a dog, you can always use a brush, so this is a great... Uh, you know what else is true? You can always use a lint brush if you have a dog. That, that's that's sure. a great gift, absolutely, <laughs> yep. So those wow. are our two like grooming picks and then we've got some really adorable necklaces and bracelets and just really small things that purses and water bags and treat bags. So there's just a dozen things that you can choose from on here that Okay, we so think- I want I want to go back to the grooming things. You know, if you groom your dog more, then he sheds less all over you. All over your guests, all over your stuff. When you're cleaning the house, you're getting ready and people are coming and you're all stressed out about the look of things. Don't forget the dog. Because seriously, he's going to make a mess of it if he's all sheddy and fluffy and needs it. Same for the cats. So the brush isn't a bad idea at all for the holidays. And um, those bags, are any of them the portable kind? The bags, you mean as far as? Water, did you say a water oh, bag? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. They, they just fit. It's enough to carry a water bottle where you don't have to hold it. Fits mm-hmm. over your shoulder. Um, there's a couple of different options and... They're just See, always that great. and the, yeah, that and the collapsible bowl. Every pet owner needs them. They need one yes. in their car. They need one in their purse. They need one in their house. You get them that. They're very pleased. If they've never seen it before, they're like, "Wow, this is amazing! I don't have to carry Tupperware and a giant," <laughs> you know. Because Absolutely. really, your dog, yeah, you can. It's gimmicky to sort of take a a bottle that a human would use and spray it into your dog's mouth, but your dog would prefer to take a proper drink. And, you know, even though there are bowls and things provided all over the place that say, you know, welcome, and it's very nice they do that, a lot of the dogs, when it's communal, may have something, like worms, which, you know, you're going to get from transfer like that, or kennel cough, very common. The dog may not even look sick or act sick. He may be old enough that he doesn't come down with it. He may be a you know, very young, good age. Your unvaccinated puppy or your younger dog or older dog or sick dog may not be able to handle it. Take one sip of the Starbucks communal water bowl and get sick. So yeah. it's probably a better <laughs> idea to have your own little collapsible. It doesn't even, it's so, it's like carrying a little Ziploc around almost. It's nothing. And uh, sometimes they have a hook on them. And it's the same thing for this water. It makes it so much easier to just always have clean water. Because, you know, yeah, it's true. A dog can handle things we can't, like muddy water and things. But it can handle pollution. And you never know where you're hiking or wherever you are if maybe there's antifreeze in it or maybe there's something toxic. A dog can handle natural things somewhat to some degree. 
But if you force him to drink dirty water because you don't supply him with anything else, he'll override his better judgment and drink dirty water. So you can't sort of say, oh, well, my dog knows when there's good water. No, he's relying on you. So please take some water. Okay, so Stacey, what else have we got for people for Christmas? Well, you know, I, I don't know how active you are at running. I'm not. But I found a really cool jogging leash. And it's a hands-free jogging leash. There's actually two that I really like. The first one is a Kurgo Wanderer, which is a leash that can basically go six different ways. You can shorten it for a short leash, a three-foot. You can turn it into a six-foot. You can turn it into a 12-foot. You can wrap it around your waist, your shoulder. It's so versatile, and that's the one I use all the time. The other one is a jogging leash that hooks on a harness that you wear. It's basically around your waist, but it's got a quick release. But all of these do have quick releases, and it's easy to get disconnected Like if you need to in case your dog's getting twined. So I don't know how you feel about those types of leashes, but I love them, and uh, these are great options. I'd have to try it out because I do run. I call it running. It's probably more like jogging now, but it's <laughs> don't call it running. <laughs> and uh, I take standard poodle with me a lot of the time. My young male, who's now six, but you'd never know it. He's so athletic. The daddy dog. I take him with me most of the time. Sometimes I take a customer too if I'm being hired to teach them to jog more respectfully or politely. Or sometimes I take dogs who are car herding, car chasing, and I, I make them deal with all the traffic because it's a good solid half hour of, you know, cars passing us by, lots of practice. Uh-huh. But the jerking and the tugging when a dog does see something like a horse or a dog or a cat or a squirrel or a car or a truck it is, uh, is really uncomfortable. So I would like to see some improvements on the dog leash department. I really would. These are really nice options, and I think you would really like it because it gives you a little extra pull. It's not a bungee, but it gives you maybe six inches extra in case your dog lunges or, you know, just to give you that little extra cushion to brace, which is, I think, nice when you're running or moving quickly. It gives you a second to prepare your, your mind. So I, I do you like know, that. In the, it, when Noodle was young, my runner, he often would jerk and then look at me like, sorry. And that would have helped a lot. And now that, he's, now that he's more trained, though, I almost think it's more for his benefit because, because I'm the one who stumbles on a rock or something. I'm like, sorry, buddy. You know? And that's me. Yes, <laughs> I am the clumsy one. Now, I will say, if you have a dog that pulls, this is not the leash for you. The Wanderer right. would be great for you, but the Mighty Dog or Mighty Paws is the name of it. It's a jogging leash. That one you want to kind of stay away from any extended, you know, that gives you a little extra pull because they'll take advantage of it. You won't have as much control, you know, because it extends the leash six inches. But if you have a, you know, if you have a dog that just enjoys running and you're keeping it active, this is a great option. What was the other one you named? The Wander Leash? The Wander from Kurgo in it just is so versatile it's the most versatile leash i've ever had in my life i can hook it into a into a zip line for when i'm traveling because i have three dogs in the back of the truck and they don't all like to sit still so it's a great way to just hook into the zip line and make sure they're wearing their harnesses and everybody gets along great but still allows them to move around you can take it out anywhere you want in the world you can turn it into a short leash there's just so much you can do with it so check out kurgo it's called the wander leash and it's wanderer i need to double check that I'm going to do that right now. 
<laughs> and that's okay. I'll give some more Christmas tips. So if you are getting a tree, I love a good tree, especially a real tree, make sure you secure it to the ceiling and make sure that you don't fill the base with the chemicals they sell to make it smell good because most of those are toxic to kids, but especially to pets. And some of them are kid-friendly, but not pet-friendly. Some of them are just bad for everybody. And they're usually colored and flavored and smelly and very attracting to those little sweet, the people and the pets, the things that we're buying all the gifts for that we make the holidays for in the first place, they're the ones that are going to get hurt by that liquid in the tree. So instead, change it more often, top it up more often, or just put sugar in there. Keep the tree in a cooler place so it's so it's not as, you know, it doesn't require the chemicals to the same degree. Make sure you don't hang anything glass or any flames or any chocolate or any food at all on the tree. If you hang popcorn up there, you're really asking your pets to check it out. So <laughs> not a good plan. Try to hang things that are only sturdy and not glass, not dangerous. And if you need to do a very delicate, beautiful tree, be decked in popcorn and chocolate, then do it in a room that locks and shuts completely so the pets are not in there when, uh, when you're not there. Otherwise, try and make it a safer Christmas by decorating the tree accordingly. And with those Hanukkah candles, just if you need to burn them down, like I said before, use the birthday candles. Make sure they're in a good place. Make sure they're always watched. Never leave them lit with the pets around. And since you're going to be cooking with a lot of oil, make sure that stove's turned off. And again, cats will find the stove fascinating too. So make sure they're not underfoot when the gas stove is on and the flames are going or liquids are bubbling. Cats seem to be unbelievably stupid when it comes to this topic. You would think they would learn, but it's a little bit like the dog with the skunk. The more they get skunked, the more they're able to track skunk. The more hatred they have towards skunk, the more skunk becomes their choice of chase game. I don't know why that is. You'd think the first time would sort of deter them forever, but no, it does not. So, okay, Stacy, have you looked that up? I have, and it is the Kurgo Quantum Wanderer. So the quantum leash is what you want to look for on the Kurgo website. And you can go to Kurgo.com. Oh, are you ready for the holidays? I'm sort of ready. Not really, no. I need to be more prepared. I have my tree up. I've got some shopping done, which that's always last minute for me. I've got all my warning things up on the website. We have, you know, that's the other thing I should mention too, because I know you have kids. Mm -hmm. And kids are going to be bringing over people, their friends that, may not have as much awareness with pets. And so it's important that you educate them while they're there. And that means, you know, let's not have any catastrophes <laughs> while while kids are visiting their friends, you know, that may not know how to work with dogs. We have a little poster that we put out every year for keeping pets and visitors safe. And it's written in kids' perspective so they can look at the photos. Like, don't put your face next to the dog. Don't try to take their food. Don't give them treats. Don't be a lizard, you know, which my dogs like to chase lizards. So I always say, don't be a lizard. And right. Don't be chaseable. Yeah. Keep Most dogs don't <laughs> not know what lizard yeah. if they. So yeah. just a little like five or six rules that will help keep your visitors safe, which I think is important because not, not everybody has access to pets and they yeah, may not know. True. So let's avoid any accidents for lack of knowledge, you know. And if you have people coming that are really allergic to cats or dogs, try and give them a room where there is no animal dander, no fur. Try and make a room for them where the door is shut and there's no cat or dog in there. So they can put their clothes out and not have the cat make a bed of it. Or, you know, go to bed and not have figure out after they get in the covers that the dog was there first because now they can't breathe. You know, if you do have a house guest like that, you got to try and accommodate them or let them know in advance that you're not able to give them a pet-free area because they might be happier at a motel 
and someone else could take someone who, you know, maybe their kid, maybe their two kids, who knows? Someone else will take that room that loves pets and your life will be easier throughout the holidays. But if you do have guests <laughs> who are allergic, yeah, if you've got them, though, you've got to accommodate them because otherwise you're making them sick. And that's really not in the holiday spirit. you got to try. You can't well, you just can do what we do and just keep a candy dish of Benadryl not near the door. Oh, no. <laughs> too. no don't brush leave Benadryl the way out. out. Your dogs will eat it. So don't do that. But it is fun and just, right? <laughs> oh, a, a few months ago, my daughter came home with a playdate friend. And there was this note with this kid. And it had this whole list of allergies included in them. Dogs. Oh, dogs. Cats. And hay. Well, I'm thinking, why did her mother send her to my house? That's just crazy. I mean, we have a lot of dogs, a lot of cats, and barns full of hay. And I was like, I was reading the EpiPen instructions. I was on alert the whole time she was here. I was ready to go 911 on this poor girl. But she managed. Everything was okay. She had strict instructions. Do not touch anything. No animals. Do not touch any animals. We (laughs) had the dogs segregated outside, the cats. But she was so tempted. Poor thing. Oh, for those kids, you know, know, I I do. I feel really bad for them, too. But I I honestly wouldn't want to risk them being in my home just because I know how my animals are. They want to come up and cuddle and play and lick them. And, you know, it's just it's so hard. And it's I think it's I felt so bad for her. She was looking at me petting the cat. And I picked up one of the cats that had snuck inside and was carrying it outside. And she said, is it soft? And I thought, oh, yeah, I know. Like, come on. I couldn't even imagine not knowing what a cat feels like. No, no. And I want to, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, my daughter's like that. My son's like that. I'm like that. Well, check out The Way of Laura, thewayoflaura.com, because she helped me a lot with some of my customers who were ready to give away their pets for allergies. I also had her help with pets who were allergic to things. So she's big on the allergy problem. So that's what I'm trying to say. If you've got allergies that are preventing everybody from getting along, check out thewayoflaura.com. All right. So also check out petsweekly.com because Stacy has that advice on how to make your kids safe over the holidays and guests. And, uh, we also get the, the tips for cats and for dogs in case maybe you haven't been to the pet store in a while or maybe you go and you're overwhelmed. You just don't know what to get people. Well, that's there too. When I do relaunch DebWolf.ca with the new deals, I've already got a list from today's show there, Stacey. <laughs> requests I want to do. But uh, we're going to have some new deals on there. It's just going to be a few products I really love and believe in. And uh, it's going to be the best place to go for that. Plus, I'll have some radio shows. Some blogs on how to do things. Have you ever trimmed your cat's nails, Stacy? Tell the truth. Yes, and oh, I yeah. really, I hate trimming my own dog's nails. So you can imagine how much I hate trimming my cats. Usually I just cop out and take them into the vet. But I have two seniors now that I'm learning mm-hmm. a lot more about. Just because they're, you know, they're having a hard time just keeping up with the grooming. So with your seniors, you've really got to stay on top of it. Yeah, cats cats can get really into trouble because especially if they're long haired, they get older and they just can't reach. They just can't smell where they need cleaning and they just don't get on it. And then they're miserable because they feel dirty and stinky and matted. And sometimes the mats tear at the skin. So it is a health issue. But uh, just, you know, groom your cat more as it ages or send it out like what Stacy's doing. But some cats won't get sent out. Some cats freak out so bad they need to be sedated. And you don't have to do that. So I'm going to do, I'm going to do a little demonstration when I get around to it Wonderful. on uh, how to trim cat's claws because there's a way to, to get them to just put up with it. It's really not a big deal. A awesome. huge part of it 
is it's it's like you know one of those things where it's all about your attitude that's a huge part if you're worried and nervous cats are telepathic they know exactly they know before you even pick up the clipper before you even put down your phone they're like "Uh uh-oh she's gonna trim my nails she just (laughs) told me i don't want that she doesn't want that we all don't want that run you know hide under the bed but uh or or you catch them unsuspecting you grab them and you're all of a sudden and they're like what's happening to you it's awful okay that's not a good way to go either so i make it part of cuddles and the first way to start, you can even start now, everybody, is uh, as you're petting your cat, the normal way, the normal time, or your dog, grab the clippers and just put it in your hand and just run your hand along your cat and dog just a few times. Make the clippers smell like them. Make them get used to the touch and look and sight, everything about it. It's not doing anything yet. And that, that's how you start. And we'll, we'll pick up with this later because we'll be back on Animal Party, Pet Life Radio, on future shows. And Stacy, I hope you'll come back and join me when we have our products up and running. Well, I sure would love to do that. I oh, can't right wait on. to see what you come up with. That's going to be wonderful. <laughs> I hope so. The technology thing, I think I need to go to Pets Geekly to figure some of this out. <laughs> I do. I, I do. One of those. The website may be a different. <laughs> we've, got, uh, we've got our own tech problems here, but they, they would seem to work out. No, it's, it's always a learning experience. Just as soon as different. I understand it, it changes. That's Absolutely. what's happening over and over and over. And this constant need to update and, and maintain. I don't know. I mean, this station, Pet Life Radio, he has no problems with it. Every time I have a truly impossible computer problem where I just can't, I couldn't get Windows 10 to stop download, wanting me to download, and it was blocking everything. <laughs> I couldn't do radio shows. In the middle of a radio show, even this show, it would come up and ask me, would you like to? Da-? And I kept saying no. And I don't want to be asked again, but it kept asking. And he solved it in one email like that. Nothing. It was uh, no greater for him. I looked up solutions. I had hundreds of solutions. I tried <laughs> some of them. Probably got viruses on the way. Probably got on people's junk list. You know. And that's something about my website and your website. You will not be getting on all kinds of junk lists. We're not selling no. your names. There's true. nothing going on there. I am going to put up a teaser on my site with seven things you probably don't know about pets that you really should know. Weird things. Yes, right. I am. And I'm hoping people will put their emails there to get it because I really do want to start building an email list so I can send out special offers and warnings and things. But uh, you'll be able to um, choose yes or choose no. And when I do new shows, you get the topic. So you'll know whether you want to click on it and hear the show or not. That's, I think, called a widget or it used to be. Who knows now? See, it used <laughs> to be called a widget. But that'll all work out with Pet Life Radio. So, so that's all coming up in the future. So what's coming up for you? Same thing, you know, we're just really expanding. We've built out our horse sections, our ferrets, all of our critters. We're adding reptile items in, birds, fish, ponds. So we've got a little bit for everybody. We even have a wild side, and that's more of our wildlife and in different ways that you can help animals or news and things that are coming up. So we've really expanded out. We've got a lot of new material. Uh, It's a lot of fun, and I think everybody will enjoy it and find it educational. You know, the kind of reviews I'm talking about, the reason I'm into Pets Weekly and the reason I'm going to put some things on my site is because you and I both, we get so much product sent to us. It's pretty unbelievable. I mean, it's boxes and boxes. The post lady knows me really well. You know, oh, you again, here we go. You bet. I hope you brought the truck. You know, she jokes. We get so many things to test. So you can go online and look for stuff, but you're mostly seeing people paid by that product to talk about it. In our case, I'm not paid by anybody to talk about any of this stuff. And uh, I try it. And if I don't like it, 
you probably don't hear about it unless you hear me making fun of it. That's it. You're not going to hear me saying you should go get this thing that's useless and doesn't work ever. So that's like in the cat situation. A good example of this is I really wanted to have more cat harmony in my house. I have foster cats occasionally and the neighbor's cats visit. And now I have my regulars. So, you know, there's a lot of cats in the house, different genders, different personalities. And I was noticing some issues. You know, one cat wasn't hanging around enough. I thought he was maybe being bullied. Just some issues. And, And one cat in particular that had finally made an emergence from hiding under the bed for almost a decade after being in a really bad abuse situation, she'd finally started to come out of her shell. And I was thinking, well, maybe if I get that pheromone diffuser thing, it'll bring her out further. Okay, so I bought one kind and it almost didn't work at all. And I was ready to give up. And then I bought another kind and bingo, it works like crazy. It's the best stuff ever. And that's why you need someone like me or Stacy to tell you because they're the same price. They look the same. But one thing works and one thing doesn't. And we'll tell you the one that works. Right, Stace? Absolutely. Yep. Every time. And that would be feel away. That's the one that works. Feel so- away. And now, have you heard they've got the multi-cat out, which is, it's devoted to colonies and it works on Ooh. a, yeah, it's amazing stuff. So, I mean, you know how much I love feel away. That's my highest recommendation ever in the history of Pets Weekly. I will talk about that all day. But the, the feel away group cat is just phenomenal. So so definitely check it out. Science is improving and they're coming out with new stuff every single day. It's um, what we're talking about, at least what I'm talking about, is a diffuser spray. They have a few products. This one, you stick it in your wall like, a, like any air freshener in the plug. And then the little bottle, the little insert, the refillable insert fits in. And it makes a smell that we don't really notice, but the cats really do. So that's what we're talking about. And that's something I really hope we can offer together coming up in the future. Oh, we are quickly running out of time. This has been a really long show, but there was a lot to talk about. Stace, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me, Deb. And I look forward to talking to you probably in the new year. Well, have a great holiday, a safe holiday. You too. And everybody out there, from me, Deb Wolf, and Pet Life Radio, an animal party. Make sure you're good to your animals. See you in the new year. Well, you know what? I'll probably get a show in before then. So stay tuned. Check back. I'll be doing one more show before the new year, I hope. And uh, check out my puppies on Facebook Camp Good Dog or go to dubwolf.ca or petsweekly.com to just look at what we've been talking about today on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. Until next time, be good to your animals. Let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com.